I used to worry. A lot. The more I fretted, the more proficient I became at it. Anxiety begets anxiety. I even worried that I worried too much. Ulcers might develop. My health could fail. My finances could be depleted to pay the hospital bills. A comedian once said, I tried to drown my worries with gin, but my worries are equipped with flotation devices. While not a drinker, I certainly could identify. My worries could swim, jump, and pole vault. To get some perspective, I visited a well-known Dallas businessman, Fred Smith. Fred mentored such luminaries as motivational whiz Zig Ziglar, business guru Ken Blanchard, and leadership expert John Maxwell. Fred listened as I poured out my concerns and then said, Vicky, you need to learn to wait to worry. As the words sank in, I asked Fred if he ever spent time fretting. I was certain he wouldn't admit it if he did. He was pretty full of testosterone, even at age 90. To my surprise, he confessed that in years gone by, he had been a top-notch warrior. As a young man, Fred landed a high-paying executive job, yet he'd only earned a high school degree. He was afraid someone with a college degree would come along and snag his job. Each night after work, he sat with a cup of coffee, worrying about losing his position, because he thought no other job could compare to the one he had. In light of his subsequent successes, he chuckled to recall that particular fear. As he fretted, he started to realize that he wasn't anxious based on fact. He was anxious based on his imagination. He was borrowing trouble. He thought to himself, Fred, are you a better, more valuable employee if you stay up late worrying? Do you do your best work if you're tired and tense? I decided that I would wait to worry, he explained. I decided that I'd wait until I actually had a reason to worry, something that was happening, not just something that might happen, before I worried. As it turns out, I never lost that job. My boss was very happy with my performance. When I'm tempted to get alarmed, he confided, I tell myself, Fred, you've got to wait to worry. Until you know differently, don't worry. And I don't. Waiting to worry helps me develop the habit of not worrying, and that helps me not be tempted to worry. Fred possessed a quick mind and a gift for gab. As such, he became a captivating public speaker. I frequently ask audiences what they were worried about this time last year. I get a lot of laughs, he said, because most people can't remember. Then I ask if they have a current worry. You see nods from everybody. Then I remind them that the average worrier is 92% inefficient. Only 8% of what we worry about ever comes true. My friend Sally Lane agrees with Fred. Sally waits to worry. Sally loves to get up each morning and rejoice. Many people fail to rejoice today because they live with the worry of tomorrow's threats, evil, and sorrow. Something fearful might happen, and they can't ignore it. If we worry about something that has not occurred, theologian Helmut Thielek calls it wandering in times not our own. The great preacher, Dr. Haddon Robinson, points out, people seldom, if ever, are destroyed by what happens on one particular day. What really does us in is our worry about what might happen tomorrow. And when we think of it, 
No crisis has ever happened in the future. Abraham Lincoln understood what it meant to wait to worry. On the way to his inauguration, Lincoln stopped in New York City, where he spoke with journalist Horace Greeley. Greeley asked Lincoln the question that was on everyone's mind. Will the nation be plunged into a civil war? Lincoln responded to Greeley's question with an anecdote about some lawyers from Illinois. They followed the judge from town to town to argue cases. As they traveled, they had to cross a number of rivers, including many that were swollen. They were particularly worried about the Fox River. In a small town where they had stopped for the night, they met a circuit-riding preacher. He had crossed the Fox River many times, so they asked him about it. I have one rule that helps me cross the Fox River.